Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire, and contrary to what it says on the screen, I'm not Tina Peters, <laughs> but I am back in Texas. Good to be back. Very tired, but joining us from an undisclosed location is Mr. Joe Oltman. Joe, welcome to your Hey, show. how you doing? Sorry, sorry I can't be there. Two reasons, one of which is I'm extremely under the weather, and two, uh, I'm... Uh, I've got a couple things that I have to handle. I'm down in, in uh, at a meeting down here in Colorado Springs. So I, I just wanted to come in because I think this is an important story. I know you're going to take it over, but I want everybody to understand that we consistently, every single day, bring up story after story after story after story of the tyranny of our country. And and, and, and I like to talk about the fact that it's not the, it's not the individual that we're talking about. It's it's over and over and over again. They, they literally, the state of lawlessness um, has now taken over our country. And we're dealing with um, almost a state of, I guess you could call it communism, um, that frankly has become more and more evident as we start to recognize that the judiciary is compromised, that people in positions of, of leadership and authority are, are just not respecting basic freedoms. So this is just another one of those stories with the guests that you have today. Yeah. Well, we do have a guest, and we're happy to have her on, Sergeant Brittany Puckett. Why don't we bring her on and welcome her on to the show now? Brittany, welcome. Hi. Uh, yeah, my name is Staff Sergeant Brittany Puckett, and I just want to say going on to these shows, um, it, it's a bit difficult because I know I can get in pretty big trouble for this, but um, I took an oath to our constitution to protect it. And what I've been seeing here lately is our leadership has failed to do so. Unfortunately, I'm having to go public because I've been ignored by every channel that I have, chain of command, to include our own congressman, unfortunately, on this issue that I would like to bring up today and just list out for everyone. Um, I'm a SEER specialist in the Air Force, by the way. I've been in for seven years. Um, as a SEER specialist, we have rigorous training programs that we have to go through. It's a high attrition rate, and we're already a low manned career field, and they're getting rid of quite a few of us. Yeah. So, so tell your story a little bit. You are fighting against this vaccine mandate, the COVID vaccine mandate. For anyone who hasn't watched you on other shows, I know you're on Stu Peters' show. For anyone who hasn't seen you on some of these other shows explain your story, why don't you walk people through exactly what you're going through right now? Absolutely. So all of a sudden on September 9th of last year, we received an email from our commander stating that we have to get the COVID-19 vaccination or we have to get an exemption for it, whether that's medical, medical, religious, or be discharged from the military, which was eye-opening because we didn't have any warnings beforehand. We had only five days to get a medical religious exemption or accommodation, as we like to call it, uh, submitted. So we were a bit blindsided by that. No one knew how to fulfill 
these these obligations for these exemptions, knew how the process worked. In fact, I almost received an Article 92 from sending out how-to documents to my previous base on how to do these um, religious accommodations. Uh, and the reason why I have issue or take issue with the vaccines or I did from the beginning is because I do have health issues. I've had cardiac issues since I was a child and they're not addressing those as a medical accommodation or exemption from these vaccinations. And the more that I started to learn about the mandate and I got into the rule books, I looked into US code, learned more about the laws and learned more about the constitution, which I hadn't read word for word. And I'm gonna be honest about that until this started. And that's whenever I realized this is an egregious crime against humanity. I am amazed that our leadership will quote US code to use this mandate against us. However, they're not listening to US code whenever it is to protect us. So you are, are, are you applying, have you applied for a religious exemption or have you applied for a medical exemption? Both. Both. Um, the religious accommodation I applied for because I don't agree with mRNA technology. I don't want that in my body. Uh, medical exemption is for those cardiac issues. I've been declined yeah. both of those. You mean declined both of those? I was, I was, I keep up on this because up until last week, I don't think anyone across the service branches had actually been given a religious exemption. And this made news. If we go ahead and put up my screen, Mr. Producer, um, this made news just last week on February 8th, the Air Force decided that they were going to approve nine, nine airmen and give nine of them permission to opt out of the coronavirus vaccine mandate for religious reasons. Nine out of over 500,000 um, personnel. Max, Nine. do you want in on a secret on that? Yeah. So I got a message from, um, I'm not going to say who exactly it is or where they came from, but one was from AATC, one was from AFSOC, and both of them told me that all of those exemptions that have come down are already on terminal labor separation. Oh, so it's not even... They're already on their oh, way wow. out the door. Already on their way out. It does not provide hope for any of us. And it's a bit coincidental that they did this right before the lawsuit with the Liberty Council. So I, I, I want to dive into this. I want to dive into this and hey, ask so, you a bunch of questions. Brittany, Max, I, I, have to, I have to go to this meeting. I just want to stop okay. in and say, look, we're going to pull for you, Brittany. Um, we certainly um, want to hear about the congressman that is not honoring his duty to protect you as a constituent. It, it doesn't, it, it rings true in everything that they've done up to this point. So uh, again, there's the rules are for thee and not for me uh, type mentality. And frankly, I wanna thank you for all the service that you've provided for the last seven years serving this country uh, so that we can have the freedoms that we have that are, they're trying to strip us away from. So God bless you and uh, I'll let you finish up with Max. God bless you. Thank you, Joe, for having me on your show. So I wanna, I want to dive into all of this, Brittany, but before I do, I'm going to try and fit in an ad here real quick. This podcast is sponsored by Enterforce, one of our partners. We've partnered up with them. We have a t-shirt line with them called the Save, uh, Save Our People, uh, Free Our People, the January 6th prisoners. And, and we're proud to partner with Enterforce because they have long donated much of their proceeds to help veterans organizations. So we're really happy to partner with them. So if you haven't already, Make sure you head over to enterforce.com, E-N-R-F-O-R-C-E.com. 
you can pick up the free our people t-shirt or you can check out the other different uh shirts sweatshirts or mystery boxes that they have and the way that they work is not only are they going to give you a great product but every dollar that you spend gives you two entries to win this ford f450 with a gooseneck trailer can maverick and twenty thousand dollars in cold hard cash and here's the deal as a conservative daily listener when you use promo code cd21 you're going to get an extra thousand entries to win this it's a no-brainer you can also use cd10 to get 10 percent off but personally i prefer the entries so again go to enterforce.com e-n-r-f-o-r-c-e.com buy some gear support our troops and win big full disclosure no purchase or payment of any kind is necessary to enter or win and a purchase or payment will not improve your chances of winning okay got that out <laughs> so Brittany, i'm gonna just try and do some rapid fire questions because i've always been really curious about this did you get a um did you get anyone did you get a chaplain to sign off on your religious exemption request? I did. Uh, in fact, every chaplain that I have spoken to has been rooting for me because I'm extremely sincere in my beliefs against mRNA technology. And I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I have all my vaccines. I've even said that, hey, I'll get Novavax when it comes out. Um, I don't know how I feel about it now after learning more about it. But uh, I've been straightforward with them that this isn't because it's political. And, and that's something that pe people have asked, because obviously when you when you sign up for the military, um, they don't shave your head. But if you're a man, they shave your head. And right afterwards, they give you all these vaccines more than you can count. And they don't even ask you. Sorry, my son's walking in. Uh, they don't even ask you uh, whether you want to take it or not. They just basically give you the whole the whole panel. Um, walk us through what that is like. Because you say you're not against vaccines. <laughs> oh, what a cute little voice. See, and that's the thing. Um, hearing your child in the background kind of makes me worry about what the future holds and what it looks like. Um, based on what we're seeing so far with just military members, I mean, it's teenagers that join into the military, 18-year-olds, sometimes 17-year-olds, and they're getting in that vaccine line. And I've heard cases of folks that are receiving vaccines that are not FDA approved. In fact, there was um, one staff sergeant that I spoke to not too long ago, I believe she was a staff sergeant, who received a yellow fever vaccine and found out later that it was EUA because she was admitted to the hospital. EUA is emergency use only. It's in CFR Title 21 50.20 and 50.23 that we should have informed consent in writing if the vaccine is not FDA approved and that applies to Title 10 of U.S. Code for military members. So when folks say that we signed the dotted line, I did not sign up. It's not in my contract that I signed up to be a human experiment. Nobody did in the Department yeah. of Defense. Um, we're also and seeing I, I, some look, I, I completely get that. There have been, though, in the past, things like the anthrax vaccine that have been incredibly experimental that they've decided to give to soldiers. And there have been people who had really terrible reactions to it, right? Um, this is something that the military has claimed that they have the power to do, whether they truly do, that is what this fight is all about. Right. But th they've claimed for decades that they have the power to inject you with whatever they, whatever they want. If they claim that it's for, uh, for, for readiness, th this is the fight that you're in now. Max, that's the thing is that they've desensitized the public, especially back um, with the anthrax vaccines. Whenever I spoke to my commander about the COVID-19 vaccination, he said, oh, this is just like anthrax. Uh, back then, soldiers tried to deny it too, and they were discharged from the military and all this. 
So I learned more about anthrax. I didn't realize that that vaccine injured or maimed more soldiers than any singular war. In fact, the vaccine program itself has injured or maimed people. I've had hundreds of people reach out to me, not only uh, over the COVID-19 vaccination and having some issues from it, whenever I got a hold of Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long and I was looking for uh, folks that were injured by it, but I had even more people reach out and say, thank you for fighting this because I got the anthrax vaccines back in the day and I've been hurting for the rest of my life and the VA isn't helping me out much with this. Also, look, looking back um, to see how these soldiers, airmen, troops, however you want to look at it, and depending on the branch, they have fought for our country. They're willing to take a bullet. They're willing to give their lives. But my mom always told me that there's some things that are worse than death. And, and now we're seeing these maimed soldiers with uh gray areas in their brain being shown on uh, their MRIs, on their CT scans, cardiac issues where they're not able to compete or they can't be athletic anymore. Um, it's really unfortunate to see what, what our own nation's willing to do to us. So you got your religious exemption accommodation was denied. What we've heard from a lot of people specifically in the Navy is that they got a form letter and different um, reporters, different journalists have, have tried to track down where that form letter came from. And they, mm -hmm. they've identified a couple of admirals, at least on the Navy side, that they can pinpoint. It's likely someone in the Pentagon sending this to every service branch. But what, what yeah. did the denial say? Because everyone I've talked to who says that they got denied, the denial letter didn't seem to actually respond to their claim. Well, that's the thing is that I was more offended by what my denial letter looked like than um, getting denied because what I received was a drawn menu. It didn't look real. Uh, it wasn't carefully written out. Um, There's just this awkward space. Um, I, I wound up sending it to you guys if you ever wanted to pull it up on here, but you'll be appalled by what these letters look like. I mean, after serving for years in the military, I've written huge packets, submitted Article 138s. I could have gotten a college degree in this for how much I've been looking into it and just showing them, hey, this is what the law says. I haven't even been yeah. spending time with my own husband. And what I get back is a quarter page paper with a drop down menu. So I'm looking at it and I'm seeing spelling mistakes. That might just be because of the formatting. Um, that's how is, I received is, it. Over there, spelling mistakes. Okay, because I'm saying this is a mess. <laughs> it's it's a mess. I don't want to laugh at it because it's serious, but um, this is this is insane. Oh, I, I was just stunned whenever I received it. I didn't think it was real. I thought it was a joke. If it wasn't for my commander handing it to me, uh, it was after work about five p.m. I got called in, had to wear civilian clothes just to get there in time. I, I couldn't even put on a uniform and received it from my commander. And he said, yeah, I, I get what it looks like, but you have five days to write your appeal. Five days. And they're counting on that not being enough time. I mean, you five, in five days, you, you, you can get to a chaplain in five days. You can't necessarily get to a medical expert, a cardiologist in five days off base. Mm -hmm. I mean, that that's a lot harder, right? Well, and that's the thing is that they, they were supposed to only have 95 days to get that back to me at all. I mean, we we're looking at over 200 days since I had submitted it. Um, so already 
broke the time limit of the AFI. And then I only have five days to submit this. And it's not going up to a chaplain. They said that the, my beliefs were sincere. It's going to the Surgeon General, yeah. which was strange to me. Yeah, no, I mean, the, the chaplains, I've spoken to a couple of chaplains, and they only want to talk off the record. They don't want to they don't want to risk their own careers, which you can understand, though, I would hope that some of them would, would stand step forward. Um, what they've all said to me is that every single religious exemption or accommodation that they've gotten involved with, everyone is sincere. Now, I'm sure some people are just going through the motions. They know exactly what to say. Uh, fine. But they've said that every single one that they've been involved in checks every single box for what should qualify as a religious exemption. And for it to then go up to a bureaucrat whether it's in the, the service branch or in the Pentagon or anywhere else in the administration to go to a bureaucrat who then without ever meeting you or any of these other um, soldiers, without really ever hearing their story, just reading what you've put to paper, just denying it. I mean, I've seen denial letters, Brittany, that are completely pre-written where mm -hmm. it claims that they didn't fill out a section and the section was filled out. Right. I mean, it, it's just it's so obvious that they're not actually paying attention to this, that they're just denying everyone. And I don't know why, because even airmen that have had accommodations to all the vaccines since joining the service are getting denied, specifically the COVID-19 vaccination, which is strange because the memo that we received um, on that September day was, Mandatory vaccination against COVID-19 will only use COVID-19 vaccines that receive full licensure from the Food and Drug Administration in accordance with FDA approval labeling and guidance. I went over to my immunizations um, section in the clinic and I said, hey, guys, do we have a fully licensed FDA approved vaccine? They said, no, uh, we have the Pfizer vaccine here. That's the, the only one that they're allowing us to provide and call it FDA approved, they said, but we know that there's not even a VLA, a biological license application for these lot numbers. They're just saying we can use it because Pfizer is interchangeable with Comirnaty or yeah. Comirnaty, however you say it. Um, nowhere in, in these documents and legal documents, does it say that you can replace a FDA approved lot number or vaccine with an emergency use authorized vaccination, especially if it doesn't have a BLA or was created in BLA clinic. Yeah, they're, they're making this up as they go along. They're making it, they are. They're making it up as they go along. And I've read the different um, opinions on that where they basically explain it and say, well, it's the same thing, so you can use it. Well, that's, that's very they, different. I mean, it, it, if you talk to a pharmacist, a generic version of a drug could be the same as the name brand, but that doesn't mean they are completely interchangeable in every single way. Um, I know people who have allergic reactions if they take a generic version of a drug. They need to have name brand, even if it chemically is the same exact thing. Um, mm -hmm. But they're just making it up as they go along completely. And they've so there's none of this it. new. There's none of this new one on base at all. So Comirnaty and Spike back, Vax does not exist in the United Doesn't States. Exist. It yeah. says that in FDA documents quite a few times, the only time that it calls these vaccines interchangeable is to complete the vaccine series. Not saying that their license is interchangeable. There's even uh, in the footnotes saying that they are legally distinct. Uh, I, my own commander, my leadership, they have agreed that, hey, yeah, I know, technically we're not supposed to be doing this, but it's what came from upstairs. Talking about sacrifice in our nation, 
uh, to uphold the oath, to protect the Constitution is something no one is doing except for us losing our careers. I just bought this house. I got here in June with my husband. We're fairly newly married. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do if they remove me and I don't receive any separation pay. I apologize for my cat. He's, he's crazy. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. My son barged in like the Kool-Aid man. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, he, well, here, here's about- the deal. We've seen, we've seen judges come down on the side of Navy SEALs, of, of men and women in the army, but they've been limited rulings. There was a ruling just last week, uh, this past month, um, Judge Reed O'Connor, I believe it was in Texas, um, he blocked the Navy from kicking out 35 Navy SEALs who claimed that they had legitimate, deeply held religious objections to the COVID-19 vaccine. And there's a part, I'm sure you've read it, there's a part I want to read for everyone who hasn't had a chance to read this ruling. If you can, go back and read it. It's excellent. He says, quote, the Navy has not granted a religious exemption to any vaccine in recent memory. It merely rubber stamps each denial. The Navy service members in this case seek seek to vindicate the very freedoms they have sacrificed so much to protect. The COVID-19 pandemic provides the government no license to abrogate those freedoms. There is no COVID-19 exception to the First Amendment. There is no military exclusion from our Constitution. It's 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 so cut and dry. I mean, it's it's so obvious. And I can't believe it's taken this long to get a federal judge to put those words to paper. But the issue I see here is timing. He just he just saved at least short term thirty five Navy SEALs. Why isn't that a nationwide injunction? During the Obama years, we saw like the infamous judge in Hawaii who just got a case and he ruled for the entire nation, and he did it like four or five times. And you start wondering, well, why is this judge in Hawaii able to decide immigration policy in Texas? Why aren't these court rulings? being applied nationwide because what's going to happen is people like you are going to get kicked out or people are going to be coerced into getting this vaccine, getting injured. And you can't un for lack of a better term, you can't unskin that cat. You can't undo that. Once, once the vaccine is administered, if someone's injured, that's it. And that's the thing is I'm having so many people reach out to me and some folks that I'm close to that are complaining of stomach bleeds, chest pains, having to go in for these uh, CAT scans for their brains because all of a sudden they're having these neurological issues out of nowhere. These are people I know and love who didn't want the vaccine. They just had to provide for their families. There's some service members that their loved one is a a stay-at-home mother taking care of the kids and the family. It's uh, the traditional household. And they said, hey, I'm sacrificing my life and I know I am because Pfizer posted in their own studies about thousands of people. It's um, just by February 2021, there's been over 90,000 incidents of adverse reactions that could be permanent. Um, if you'd like to hear all of those, by all means, I can tell you that oh, these yeah, men no. are paralyzed for their families. I've seen it. I've seen it. And, and this, I can't believe that this is, I mean, this is coming from, from Renz, who's been leading the charge on this. If we put up my screen, Mr. Producer, this is uh, something that Daniel Horowitz put out today. The total number of diseases and injuries reported by by year ambulatory from the, the data source Department of Defense mm-hmm. showing a jump from 1.9 million to over 21.5 million. I don't think that's just um, servicemen and women, but we've also seen a huge spike in men and women in uniform 
exhibiting injuries, diseases. I mean, excess above what you would expect in a given year. And the military is trying to cover this up. I mean, it I had just an OBGYN reach out to me and she said, not a single vaccinated mother has had a live baby or had a live birth. I'm someone who's, who's lost her baby. It was devastating. And I was only within the first trimester. I'm talking where third trimester women are getting vaccinated and having to birth their baby in their arms and it's not breathing and being told later that it could be because of the vaccination now that we're seeing what kind of numbers are coming out. I cannot believe that our nation is starting to hear these horror stories that are coming out and they're just not believing us. They're calling us conspiracy theorists whenever it's data. It's real data. It is coming out from the companies that make these products. It's coming out from our own database in the military. And then our military decided to have the audacity to say, oh, no, there was a glitch in the system for the last six years. We've always had terrible heart issues, miscarriages, et cetera. And for the last five years, we just haven't been tracking that. You got to be kidding me. Uh, Part of our three core values of the Air Force is integrity first service before self in excellence and all we do and what i'm seeing is a severe breach in integrity and our leadership is willing to not only sacrifice us and possibly our lives if some people take these vaccines and pass away but they don't want to sacrifice their careers and you've got thousands of us just being booted like we're nothing getting denial letters that are short and sweet and i don't know if you call it sweet there's another thing that they're obviously willing to sacrifice, and that is military readiness, something that they claim is the whole purpose behind this vaccine push. But you mentioned that you yeah. are a specialist. They are kicking specialists. They wanted to kick out 35 Navy SEALs. I was looking the bare minimum of how much it costs to train a Navy SEAL is half a million dollars, probably more when you consider just how much training goes into it. I mean, if you actually factored in the fuel that that, that it takes to bring them up to 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 practice parachuting down i mean it, it just adds up right how much they spent yeah, yeah you know how much they spent fuel and gear yeah, yeah. Got plenty. yeah. Um, and, and this whole idea they're sending soldiers over to europe to potentially go to war against russia meanwhile they are trying to kick out entire teams of navy seals this, none of this and makes sense I get tested every six months to see if I still have antibodies, and I do. I haven't had COVID in the last two years. I I mean, I got it back in December of 2019. You know who has had COVID and had to stay home from work? Every vaccinated coworker that I've talked to. Um, one of them was my own supervisor, and uh, we all just kind of laughed at work because they, they agree with us. They're like, yeah, we know vaccinated people are still getting COVID, but this is just a requirement of the Department of Defense. We have to get these. Yeah. And and that is what is the most egregious about all of us, not just you, but there's so many people who are being fired from their job, even though they have antibodies. So it, it it's not even about the science, right? If it was about the science, then the antibody test would suffice. Um, it's just, it's and so infuriating because you, you, go ahead. Oh, it's just crazy to me because so many people agree they're like yeah we know it's not about the science we know it's all propaganda but it's so much work and sacrifice to push back it's so much easier just to get the shot it didn't hurt me i'm fine you should just get it too i don't understand the nonchalance behind it 
because it is affecting readiness. Whenever we have all these guys out with COVID and it's only the unvaccinated people at work who have to mask up and test and they're making it difficult because we can't TDY, we can't deploy. I mean, they put us between a rock and a hard place just as an organization. We're hardly able to function yeah. at this point. Yeah. Here we have on here the denial letter. It, it's literally a form letter where it says, thus I, and then they insert the word disapprove in a completely different font, right? I mean, th that's how little they care about this. They, they didn't even bother to, to make it Times New Roman when they added the word in. They did like Arial or some other font. It says, thus I disapprove your religious accommodation. I, I don't even think they're allowed to write I approve. I, I, I don't believe they're allowed to write I approve on any of them, regardless. Um, the, and why is it is a drop down menu? <laughs> what else are you going to put yeah, there? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I don't know. <sighs> Readiness. I keep going back to this 35 seals. That is at least that. I mean, that's two whole teams. That's two whole seal teams. Imagine just saying, just taking, there's only eight seal teams. Mm -hmm. I mean, that they at least that they publicly talk about eight seal teams, getting rid of two of them, right? And you're just going to get rid of a quarter of our Navy SEALs for what? To prove a point? To prove a point? And the, and the even more disgusting thing that the Navy's been floating is when they discharge uh, sailors, they are considering charging them for the cost to educate and train them. Well, and that's the thing is that they're charging us for everything. Marines are having to give back their uniforms that comes out of our own money or their own money. We don't get issued these we get an allowance later on in the air force but that came out of their own bank accounts um i'm gonna have to pay back srb um that's thousands of dollars i mean i'm gonna lose the house my vehicle uh if if i'm not able to afford those things they're taking everything and, and they're not giving us dishonorable discharges because that's bad for the yeah. press they're giving us general discharges yeah. under honorable conditions that takes away our gi bills the whole reason why most of us even join, and now we can't pass that down to our family members. Uh, thank God that I'm from Texas and I at least have uh, the Hazelwood Act that's going to allow me 120 credit hours. Um, so I can hopefully get a job that is allowing unvaccinated individuals. Um, and under these conditions, they're giving us codes that maybe it's not a dishonorable discharge, but these codes that they're attaching to our separation documents are showing that we committed a federal crime. They didn't do that with the anthrax vaccination. They had their own separation code showing that it's because they denied a vaccine. This is completely different and I don't know why. Why is it so pertinent that we get this shot that we don't need? It reminds me, I mean, so much to unpack here. You're you're in the Air Force for seven years, right? Seven years? Yeah, approximately. You, you, I'm definitely up seven. How, how many times did you end up re-upping? Uh, just once. It, it was last year because I signed for six years, both six-year contracts. So after your six-year contract, you could have gotten out and you would have been eligible for the GI Bill. You would have been eligible for a lot of these benefits. You re-upped. You I offered to do another six. I did because I, I love what I do. I I don't mind having to deploy at all. Um, I, I don't want to leave this. I'm willing to give everything, except I'm not willing to give up my oath. And, and now that I'm seeing that 
we we've got leadership that are going against us code that are going against the law that are ignoring religious accommodations i have no choice but to fight this i have to um otherwise they're literally getting away with murder in my opinion um if you want to know what codes yes go ahead yeah uh, why would you be forced to give up your uniform if you are discharged under honorable conditions because you would still be a veteran in in that situation you would still be presumably allowed to march in parades right you'd still be allowed to wear that uniform to formal functions your dress uniforms that's why would they demand that you give it back because if they have military members discharged from the air force who are heeding the nation's call and all of a sudden there's 500,000 of us because i just saw a report saying that's how many of us are unvaccinated right now 500,000 service members they're going to call us extremists terrorist organizations etc and that's hard to do if we still have our uniforms if we can prove that we were veterans that's yeah. my opinion and it's then you're all opinion. then you can all you can all march in the streets you could have a parade you could have a protest i mean you could also go on any of these online stores and buy a replacement uniform you don't have to <laughs> Right. I mean, you could you could go to the, uh, the Ar- Army Navy surplus store. You could pick up a uniform there. Right. <laughs> I mean, there, it's still well, it's not like there's a barrier. Anyway. What, but what's up? that's the thing. Well, it's not like we can protest in uniform anyway, but we would at least have the uniform to look at and remember, hey, this was my career. Well, if you're discharged, if you're discharged under general conditions, I mean, you, you could wear it to a formal. <laughs> let's have let's have a ball. Let's have a formal black tie ball. And the whole purpose of the ball is to protest against the mandate. That way everyone can wear their dress uniforms. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 you can I do don't it, understand right? What's the point? And they're not giving our uniforms to other troops. I mean, unless they have a draft and give someone my used uniform. I mean, hopefully there's another pocket out there that's doing my same job, my same unit if they <laughs> want to do that. Maybe that's why they switch it over to Velcro. I've, I don't know for sure. And, and what's killing me is that a lot of folks, you know, they keep saying, you sign the dotted line, you sign the dotted line. I looked over my contract word for word. I have looked over so much U.S. code, CFR within the FDA documents. Um, these folks are making us into these villains, making us sound like monsters to the point that some of us are starting to feel crazy. Like, oh, maybe I am yeah. missing something and I, I feel outcasted. But no. Title 10 of U.S. Code, Article 1107, very clearly states that we have the option to accept or refuse any product, that includes the testing, that is not fully approved. No, they have the option, though. The president is allowed to sign a waiver stating that we have to get these things. Um, There are some parameters along him being able to sign those um, and it has to be specific written information on a sheet. Um, I don't know if they're going to use what's going on in Ukraine right now to be able to sign that waiver or why exactly the waiver hasn't been signed yet. But it's just strange that they're willing to go against uh, the the codes and laws that we have in place to the point that they'll even admit to it. Now we've got these documents showing that they're trying to cover up their tracks. They're trying to um, withhold any records, electronic, written. Uh, I sent that over to you guys as well. It was screenshots because it's not made public yet. Public yet, sorry. Um, I don't. I don't know why they're willing to risk so much 
why they won't just wait for an FDA approved version to come out for Comirnaty or community, however you say it, to come out, why they're not just going to wait for a presidential waiver to be signed, why stick your neck out for so much just to ruin our lives right now. I mean, there, there's 23 court cases right now that's against uh, Lloyd Austin or uh, Biden, depending on which case it is. Yeah, I want to I want to go through those and Mr. Producer is going to get them ready to get put up. But while we're waiting for that, going to read two more ads just so we can make sure that we give our advertisers some time. This podcast is sponsored by IP Vantage <laughs> is a tool that helps you safely browse the Internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP or advertisers. You can use IP Vantage from your computers, tablets, phones or even devices like your Fire Stick. When you use IP Vanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. Now, here's the deal. They're offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan to our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. Imagine signing up for a year and getting nine months free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. And don't worry, they are rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to claim your 70% savings. Again, that's IPVanish.com forward slash daily. And remind everyone, this podcast is sponsored by Air Medcare Network. Air Medcare Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and your family should any of you ever need to be airlifted to a hospital for medical reasons. We don't get to choose how we go to the hospital, where or, or when a disaster strikes. And you'd be shocked to learn just how many people are airlifted from the suburbs or even the cities just because traffic is really bad. It's expensive. Different parts of the country can cost 40, 50, upwards of 60 grand in some cases to get airlifted to a hospital. But when you sign up with Air Make Care Network, you won't pay one penny for that flight as long as you're flown by an AMCM provider. It starts at just $85 a year. That covers your whole household. It's less if you're a senior citizen. It works out to be less per year if you buy three or five years at a time. So go to the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily. They're going to give you up to $50 back. So I... I what what is your plan because it, it seems like you're talking i mean you mentioned losing your house losing your car i like to think that no that there are enough patriots out there who will not allow you to go homeless or carless you're obviously you you have a great a good head on your shoulder you have tremendous training right um what is your plan because it seems like you're expecting a discharge are you expecting an imminent discharge I have no idea. That's the thing is that they they've been breaking these deadlines to begin with. They've been drawing it out. What I've noticed a trend in and maybe it's just anecdotal based on folks that I know is that they're holding a lot of religious accommodations who haven't received denials yet, except for the people who have filed complaints, such as Article 138, such as myself. And what's kind of difficult about that is that us that are filing complaints are trying to be plaintiffs or are plaintiffs on cases. So we're already extremely busy on top of trying to job hunt, job search, on top of not being vaccinated and trying to find what jobs are available. Um, I don't have much of a plan. Uh, I could go work for my dad again for $10 an hour and no retirement. Um, but that's not what I want to do. Um, I'm not really making an alternate plan right now. 
pretty much because of the same ideology as whenever I went through training. Um, if you make an alternate plan, whenever you're allowed to quit, you're, you're going to choose to quit because the alternate plan is yeah. usually easier. So right now I'm extremely invested in this. Uh, fortunately, I have my husband to support me because he did get vaccinated. He wanted to continue to support um, us as a family. Uh, it meant more to him than his own health, unfortunately. I mean, it scares me every day. Uh, and because of that, I'm hoping it's not imminent. I'm hoping for the best. I know that God is on my side and um, I'll make a plan whenever I have to. I mean, push comes to shove. I'll drive around for uber eats for a little bit i'll mow someone's lawn there's always work out there uh unfortunately it's not going to be as much money as i want but um i i don't have kids i just have the two cats and uh that, that helps me out a lot to be able to keep pushing back it, it's it's incredible because i don't know if you've been watching all the different news reports according to democrats the pandemic's over all across <laughs> this country democrat governors are lifting vaccine mandates they're lifting mask mandates um I, we have a video, we'll play it, probably play it towards the end, of children in Las Vegas jumping for joy when they learned that they no longer had to wear masks. Right. Yeah, it is a weird, I mean, you hear things in military history like this of, of people who were prisoners of war and they died one day before the armistice is signed, right? Or, or, or they... Here, they, I teach about POWs and, and now I'm seeing yeah. it in my own military propaganda being spread, indoctrination among the troops, um, saying things with circular logic or outright lies just to make me sound like a monster for some reason. Um, and, and you're right, it, it's too little and too late for most people. A lot of folks are already gone, they're out of the service and um, the suicide rates have skyrocketed about 40%. Um, I just went on an antelope hunt with Phoenix Outdoors and they're, they're the whole reasoning for being a non-for-profit is for the 22 that um, take their lives per day um, that are were military members. You, you, you mentioned the, the, the POWs. This reminds me of stories that you hear from World War II when, when the Nazis realized that either the Russians or the American troops were about to reach the POW camps or the concentration camps. They started killing the prisoners because they, they would rather that happen than risk the prisoners getting freed. I hate making this comparison when talking about my own government, but when the government sees the writing on the wall and they see these court cases, losing these court cases, Joe Biden just lost another appeal on his vaccine mandate for federal employees today. When you see that the federal government obviously sees the writing on the wall, when you see Democrat politicians can read the tea leaves, they can see the polling and they understand that this is this is going to kill them, right? And they start rolling it back to see them simultaneously going after you, going after other men and women in the armed forces when you know that this is almost over, that they are going to give up on these core issues. They want to punish you first. They want to, I've been calling this a purge, purging the military of either free thinkers or conservatives. I hate the comparison, but it reminds me of those stories that you hear when the American soldiers started making their way towards the camps and the Nazis decided to execute prisoners to try and finish the job. And who knows, maybe it's their next step to martial law. They're just looking for drones who aren't going to look into what our country's based on. Uh, I mean, we can speculate why this purge is happening. And I agree that it is a purge. Um, 
what, I mean, there's been extremism training and within this extremism training, it's not just about race. It quite literally shows um, conservatives are always the racist, the bigoted ones, the ones that are crying out that they hate everyone. And that's, that's the thing is that I was on a panel to help the Air Force change their policies on women that just wanted to have their braids and not uh, get any flack for it. Um, I've helped women out with whistleblower complaints, EO complaints. Um, I'm talking from every nationality, background, etc. At no point in my life have I ever even thought of myself as being a conservative or very political. It's not until this year happened that I said, hey, it, it's conservatives that are backing my values. And my values are just to protect one another, protect this nation. Um, I, I wouldn't think of it as being extreme. I mean, I know there's extremes on both sides, but they're not showing both sides. They're not showing like what happened last year with riots. And I was in Washington state last year. I saw what happened to those cities that I would stay at before I would go mountaineering. I couldn't even touch Portland and I had family there. Yeah, no. Yeah. And, and you see what the DHS just put out this past week. I've been trying to raise the alarm on this. They've literally classified the number one domestic terrorist threat to the country as men and women who push what they call mis- or malinformation. Specifically, they talk about election fraud, people who say that the election was stolen. Um, it was. Yeah. Uh, and also people who say that the COVID vaccines are dangerous and that you should have the right to opt out. When DHS is branding that as terrorism, right? I mean, you can understand why the military would be going after people like you because they see this as radicalism. This isn't just um, this isn't just going against orders, right? This isn't just what they would say, breaking your contract, right? Um, this is more than that. This is, in my opinion, it's going after free thinkers. And, and to an extent, when you, when you sign up for the military, it, you're not, you're individual, you're part of a, a bigger unit, right? So there's, there's an element of that where you're not supposed to think about yourself first. But when it comes to things like this, as that judge said that I read earlier, there's no military exception to the First Amendment. It still exists, and they're required to, to, to actually review your accommodation request. I think it has to do with not just purging the military of specific political beliefs, but of free thinkers, because I guarantee you the people that if you end up being discharged, which I hope doesn't happen, the person who fills your role will not be a free thinker like you, will not be a fighter like you, they will say, yes, sir, can I have my booster? Or at least that's what they hope. Something that I don't think this administration realizes is that the, the folks that they put under that needle that are suffering some of these effects and seeing their own family members and friends having their lives literally ruined over something so silly, our leadership really thinks that they're not gonna fight back. Um, I know it's what their hopes are. I know it's what you would see in a, a sci-fi movie or a book that it's one person against the other. And that's what the media has shown for a long time. And what social media wants is to have, you know, it's the right and the left, it's the free thinkers, it's the idiots, it's the sheep versus the intelligence. It's not like that. 
whenever they said we're all in this together, I really do believe it. Um, people I've known for years that have been Democrats and have always been on the left side have told me, I don't know what happened to our party. I mean, the things that I want, they're no longer vouching for. They, they've made it very extreme. Um, they're outing Republicans that are my friends uh, and, and I don't support it any longer. Um, I think the nation as a whole, even though the media won't show it, is starting to see the truth behind this and the truth behind politics. And I think they're hurt by it. Um, I'm hoping that we do come together on this. Folks do realize that, hey, this vaccine is hurting people. It, it shouldn't be political. Um, the things that have become very extreme do need to be snuffed out. We need to come together as a nation, no matter which side we're on. It's okay to call yourself a Republican, a conservative. It's okay to call yourself a Democrat, say that you're on the left. That's fine because that's your views, your values. You can hold those as your own, but you also have to accept other people's opinions and be open to listen. And I think yes. some people are. You have to be open to listen and you have to be open to admitting when you're wrong right which we've seen pfizer today apparently do because pfizer is no longer attempting to fast track the vaccine's approval for children under the age of five that came yeah oh well it will not, it will not be fast -tracked. what's up they they didn't fast track the two dose they're trying to promote the oh they're trying to get the right? one oh they want the three dose of course of course of yeah, course there's there's a caveat. More money. Of course, there's a caveat. Well, hopefully that takes them longer. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that gives us at least a couple more weeks to fight this. Um, but no, it, it's we're getting this from all all directions. And I know when you signed up, you didn't expect that this would be your fight. I know. I mean, some people join the military and and they do it to 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 fight, right? I mean, we've heard stories of people who join the military and, and then demand gender reassignment surgeries right or they demand to be able to wear their hair a certain way and it, it, it you kind of feel that they're not really in it for the right reasons it's clear with mm -hmm. you that this is not you did not join to be a thorn in anyone's side you did not join to try and make a political statement you 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 joined for the right reasons and it is a shame that they are doing this to you and i know you're not alone you said five hundred thousand. i know it's I, i'm sure that it's it's high Right. I'm sure that there are people in there who say they're vaccinated, but really aren't. Um, it's a shame because there's a lot of good men, good women who are going to be kicked out. And as I mentioned, they're not going to be replaced with equals in any way, shape or form. Yeah, and I, I'm starting to see a change overall, um, unfortunately, in our Air Force with them calling any God fearing Christian an extremist and that they only want people that um are focused on this vanity for some reason uh, they changed the regulations i love that we can wear ponytails in uniform because it's more comfortable for me but we can also have fake nails fake eyelashes it's all about looks um i've been on a lot of interviews just to push you know women in the air force women as battlefield airmen and right now we're seeing a woman struggle who there's a lot of stories and things being made up around her about um, her wanting to be a stow and while she's in the pipeline and how she's getting uh, special treatment. And I don't know the exact story behind it, but the Air Force is making it more difficult on everyone by trying to prove or push inclusivity and diversity. And it is making it more difficult on people that just want to serve their countries. 
that are doing it for the right thing and they're starting to pull them out is a this person needs to go on live tv because they're they're different and that's who we want in right now um and i've had some of those folks reach out to me too in fact i'm working with a couple of these females to at least get it put in the regs and what special treatment does look like because they do just want to do their jobs um instead they're being paraded around it's a dog and pony show that reminds me uh, of a an advertisement that the cia put out this year last year um talking about a, a cia official who admitted on camera that she has general general generalized anxiety disorder and i'm thinking to myself i cannot think of anything more dangerous than an anxious spook <laughs> who in their right mind thought get, putting someone with generalized anxiety in the cia was a good idea but you see it, it, it's all this wokeness it's all of us that's diversity for diversity's sake and it, it is a shame because at the end of the day, this, this, the military exists to defend the nation, to defend the country. And every step that they take in that direction really does hurt readiness. And I, I am terrified to think of what war would look like with the ideal soldiers that they want to fill your position. <laughs> it's ter terrifying to me. Well, <laughs> Uh, and, and that's the thing is I'm all for diversity, inclusivity, and people from all different backgrounds. That That's fine. Live your life with your identity. But the way the military is supposed to be, in my opinion, is, is you are supposed to conform to military standards. You are all supposed to wear the same uniform, follow the same orders. It, there's a reason for that, because whenever you go to war, you have to have uh, an organization. You have to have those standards to abide by because you don't want to look at somebody and them argue with you, whether they're a she or a he, whenever you're just trying to tell them to go pick up that civilian and save their life or uh, to, to go into battle. There shouldn't be these opinionated arguments. It, it's fine to be that way when you're living your life as a civilian. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I am completely different at home than I am at work. Um, whenever I'm doing my job I, I don't understand why we've got fake eyelashes fake nails and we're pushing an image instead of just focusing on the job at hand on the job training in order to go into battle it's dangerous it is it is well, well Brittany, i want to thank you so much for stopping by i know that this is uh there's probably people watching this who aren't gonna be happy about this but ultimately you have to be fighting for your rights you have to be fighting for these liberties that as we just read in that in that court case do not simply go away when you sign on that deadline i want to give you the final word um before we wrap up i i appreciate that thank you for having me on the show um and i i just can't tell you how much i, I appreciate that this as well as everyone else that's fighting this battle no one has given us a voice for for the most part um not very many folks have been making us public and th this has done so much for me just to be able to, to come on your show and let folks know what is going on with the military and that everyone should be shocked and know that there needs to be a difference. Otherwise, this nation will fall. Um, I know that we talked a little bit about politics in there. And the reason why I appreciate being on the conservative daily is because fortunately, overall, it has been conservatives that have cared so deeply about what is happening that could cause th this collapse that uh, could cause the the economy to, to have some issues and I, I think you guys really care about the right thing right now and i really appreciate that 
Brittany, thank you so much for coming on. We're going to, we're going to keep following your story and um, one way or another, we'd love to have you back on because this is, this is not over in any way, shape or form. Thank you so much for coming on, Brittany. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Have a good weekend. Well, as I said, there's a video that I want to show you because this will make you smile and it will make you cry at the same time. These are kids in a Las Vegas elementary school learning for the first time that they no longer will need to wear masks. Some of them had already taken them off. I think that the, the news that, that was shared to them was you don't have to wear masks tomorrow. Kids didn't listen to that, didn't care. They ripped them off right then and there. Miss Brewster, let's play that clip for everyone. I, I believe that's cut one. Starting tomorrow, we don't have to wear masks anymore. So that's going to make it makes you smile because you realize that these kids are going to have their childhoods restored to them. You see how ecstatic over the moon they are. But it also brings a tear to your eye when you realize that nothing has changed. The science didn't change, as we've been saying here, the political science changed. And the fact that these kids have been punished, have had their childhood stripped from them, their ability to see another person's smile removed for the advancement of a political agenda, political theater. It's like that, that clip we played the other day of that father crying in front of a school board meeting, lamenting that he wishes he would have done more earlier. Maybe this is the best we could have done. And, and if it is, I am over the moon excited. But I hope and I pray that the next time that tyrants decide to wield that this authority over us the way they have over the past three years. It doesn't take us three years to fight back. It doesn't take Canadian truckers to start, <laughs> to start making these gains. I hope and I pray that we fight more and a hell of a lot sooner. That's going to be it for this edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like the podcast, I have to stress this. You got to sign up for the audio edition. All those links are in, in the description, but it starts with Apple Podcasts, right? Yeah, there's Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Google Podcasts, and Audible. Yeah, but Apple Podcasts, if you have an Apple device, if you have an iPhone, an iPad, or a MacBook, it's really easy. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review so we can climb up in the rankings. That way, more people can see us. When we go up in the rankings, more people are naturally served our podcast, and we're able to reach more people with this message. So we need your help to do that. Please, if you haven't already, subscribe and give us a five-star review. We go live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. So tune in for that. And if you need a little reminder, you can text the word FREEDOM, F-R-E-E-D-O-M, to 89517. You'll get added to our text alert system. And you'll get a text message telling you what we're talking about and then how, when, and where you can watch. That's it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Remember, everyone, the fight to take back of the country is not over yet, but the only way we win is if we all stand up and fight together.